about miners. And what? So yesterday he came in person, uh, right? He was at davening, so I wonder if he's going to tune in soon. Okay. He likes to tune in when his brother's home, and then the two of them, his brother's in the background. But, uh, oh, here he is. Good morning, Dr. Yaffe. I was worried about you. <laughs> Glad you're here. Uh, yeah, I've been, uh, thank you. I've been covered. I'm, I'm trying to buy an Israeli apartment, and boy, have I been busy. Huh. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, it's a yeah, mitzvah to buy an Eretz Israel, so you should have that to Ishmael. Okay. I'll need it. I'll uh-huh. need it. Okay. So, uh, we're talking here about miners, and uh, we understand that a miner uh, can acquire something for themselves. That's a basic instinct. To uh, You get something, it's mine. Uh, but the question here is, can they do something uh, for somebody else? So, um, we were trying to bring a proof about that, whether a miner has that ability. And over here, um, the, we were getting into whether a miner can be given a get, whether she, wh- what age would she be capable of that, of receiving it, um, does she, does she, is she able to read and know the difference between a, a get and another document. Um, so we started with a question. Let's start that question again. Mesiv Reb Chinina Virdoin. It's about seven lines from the bottom. Um, so we're asking it on. Um, second. Let's see. Um, we're asking on the. Um, so we quoted an opinion that said earlier that. Um, so Rav Chista said uh, that a, a miner can acquire something for let's start from there Omar Rav Chista uh, he said whether um, uh, in both cases whether uh, what the level of knowledge that the person has if, even if they know value and even if they'll give something back they can only acquire for themselves, and they can't acquire for somebody else. So we said that a miner really can't do anything for someone else. All they're capable of is acquiring for themselves. So Macy Rivkin in Redoin, he has the following question. We have a concept called a shituf mavoy, which is a rule if you have an alleyway and you want to carry in the alleyway and you want to distinguish away between the alleyway. Um, which is a, uh, is a semi-public area. It means that it's usually shared by the people behind the, an area that they carry their stuff in the alley, but it's not a public road. And we're afraid if you carry in the alley, you'll come to carry in the road. But they allowed you to carry in the alley if you made a shittif, which is literally a partnership, which is that you made an of where you, uh, everybody in that alleyway had a share in one uh, one. Uh, a piece of food like a box of matzahs or a barrel of wine and once you, if you make that shit before Shabbos you're allowed to carry in the alleyway I mentioned to the others I was in Chicago a few weeks ago they still have alleys behind the houses there and the, you know the, the cars cut through in the back and so that's a that's like a mavoy so uh, how do you do it so you put the barrel that uh, you uh, somebody buys the barrel and he gives a share of the barrel, a little glass of wine to each person or beer. Is that the Now, 
normally the best thing would be if each person gave their contribution. We had that with an Erev where everybody gives a piece of bread. But here you have a barrel and you're doing it for them. So how do you, how do we acquire, they don't own it, you do. So what you do is you need to give it to them. Now how do you give it to them? You have one of your older adult children pick it up and have in mind to acquire it for them. In other words, you, you get another adult to be a shliach, to be makabel for the other residents of the mavoi. Now, if you don't have any older kids around, you know, this time of year, I, it, um, you make havdolah after, on Shabbos Chazon, it's best if you don't drink the wine, if you have a, a child. To, so for a large part of my life, that was never a problem having someone. And then all of a sudden, you know you're old when you have no one at home to drink the wine, and you got to... Uh, so that's the uh, so you can get your your kids to drink it, but your kids to make the eruv. But what if you don't have them? So then you get the servants. Uh, the Afko your Hebrew servants. You got Jewish servants, so you have them do it. So what's a Jewish maid servant? Hi Shifka. So the rule is you can only have a Jewish maid servant if she's below bas mitzvah. Once she gets older, you're not allowed to keep a Jewish maid servant. Um, so, uh, so it must be So if she's really uh, older than 12 and she's bas mitzvah and she has her pubic hair, so my boy, Gabe, you're not allowed to keep her. She goes free when she gets older, bas mitzvah. It's funny to say bas mitzvah is older, but she's too old to be a, a maidservant. It must be, uh, really, we're talking about below bas mitzvah, tani and we see that a minor can be used to acquire for others. So this proves, uh, not like Rav Chista. Rav Chista said a minor's limited, they can only receive, they can't be Ishliach for other people. And here we see by the Mavoy case that they could. So the Gemara answers, Shani Shitiv Mavi He says maybe that it's different because the whole thing is only rabbinic, and so we don't need to be so strict. And we can even let a minor do it. Well, there goes that proof. You, you shut the Verdoin up. Verdoin was the rabbi there, Rav Hanina Verdoin, who brought the proof from the Mavoy that a minor can work for someone else. And uh, he said uh, he got quiet. Um, so the implication was that I'm surprised that he didn't answer it. It sounds like that there was an answer he could give, but he was quiet. My What would that answer have been? Let's see the last Rashi. Ishtik Verdoin. Nelam Shiloheshiv Chuva Alteratazah. Huh. You shut him you got him quiet. He was afraid to answer you when you he was bringing a proof that a minor can do something for someone else from the case of the Shit of Mavoy. And uh, you you shushed him. So the implied that there was he could have said something, but he didn't. What is that? So the answer is called the Tikan Rabbanukin. It's true that this is only rabbinic. But typically, the rabbis only set up things in a way that the Torah would allow. So, really, he could have answered you that even though it's the rabbanon, if, the, if, 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 a, if a minor isn't able to do it for somebody else, the rabbis wouldn't have allowed it. The edict, that's a good point. When is it that they said that the rabbis would institute something and set it up similar to a Torah case? If it's something similar to a Torah thing, and the rabbis added to it, or, or they duplicated it. Abel Milsa, the Leslie Ikram in a Torah, but if it's something that's so rabbinic, 
that the Torah doesn't really have anything like it, so then there, that it wouldn't be similar to a Torah thing. Over here, there's no such thing in the Torah of a, as a shittuf mavoi, uh, as an Arab for a mavoi. An Arab was uh, Shlomo Melech really invented the, the Arab concept. Uh, uh, so um, it's not, there's no ikr min a Torah, and so therefore you can't assume that they had to make it similar to Torah. And that's why it wasn't a proof, and that's why the Redoin was quiet, meaning that he thought he had a proof there, and he said, well, it's only Rabbanin. And even though rabbinic things like to follow Torah paths, uh, but that's, you know, that's only if it's very similar to a Torah law. Since this is a totally unique rabbinic thing, maybe they said as long as you give it to anybody, even a minor. Okay. Macy Rebavia, let's ask a question from the following case. You could play shtick with your Meiser Shani. So the rule is like this. Um, you uh, have to bring uh, in uh, uh, the uh, you. There's a certain tithe, which is called Meiser Sheni, which you bring up to Yerushalayim, and uh, you eat it there. Uh, now, uh, often people wouldn't keep the fruits uh, because they won't keep for a long period of time. What they'll do is they'll take the money off the fruits and uh, and they'll take the kedushas Meiser Sheni off the fruits and they'll put it onto money. Now, when you redeem Meiser Sheni, if you're the owner and you're redeeming it, so you have to add the fifth. That's the rule that you have to add the fifth. So if somebody else redeems it, uh, let's say they had those fruits and they want to take it off, they don't have to add the fifth. Now, what if you're not in, uh, you don't want to pay that 25% tax? You don't want to, let's see Rashi Merimit, Liftosa below Hamash. If there's a trick that you can play to redeem it without adding the fifth. If you decide, well, I'm not taking these fruits and I'm going to redeem them, so I want to change currencies, so normally you'll have to add the fifth. But uh, what happens if you, you don't, uh, you're short on cash and you don't have the money to add the fifth? If you were to buy somebody else's miser, then you don't have to pay the fifth. So you're a farmer, you have a bushel of whatever it is, and uh, you don't want to take it up now, you want to redeem it and, uh, put the mo- and keep the money for your trip to Eretz Yisrael in six months. So if you redeem it, guess what? You've got to add a fifth. But if you get someone else to redeem it, uh, then you don't have to add the fifth. So there is a game you could play. Omar Adam You call in your older kids. Your Hebrew servants. I'll give you the money, you redeem it, and you, then I don't have to add the fifth. This works as long as the servants are trustworthy or your kids are trustworthy, right? They'll do it for you. Uh, and then, um, so, uh, then it'll work. So, what's the case of the maidservant? If she's already an adult, my boy, what's she doing with you? You have to let her go when she's already an adult. She didn't have their pubic ears here. She's not an adult. And still you see that uh, she's capable of uh, redeeming the Meister Shani for you. So you see that a, a minor is capable of doing these things. The Morris said, It's not a Torah law, it's only a rabbinic law. So what's the shikok here that the Baal of the, of the province is giving his money mm-hmm. to a child, giving it to somebody else, 
and that somebody else will be poda, will remove the Kedusha from the Meister Shani and put it onto the money. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so the question is, uh, the receiver of the money now has to be honest. Yeah, of, I, yeah, that's the assume. Okay, well, they don't have much choice because you're paying their tuition, you're yeah, they're no, under your roof or whatever, okay, you know. Okay, it's a, let's say they, they, you know, they've got their own minds sometimes. Right. But my question is, this dynamic of somebody else being able to be poda, being, being able to remove the Kedusha from the Baal's produce, that's what I'm asking. So you own the Meister Shani. Yeah. So you could sell it to whoever you want. So he's selling the product. He's not he's not just doing the Padilla, the, the child. Um I mean it sounded from the Gamora like oh, the child is taking the money and he's just gonna hop, so to speak, hop the uh, the Kedusha's Meister Shani onto onto his money. It didn't sound like there was a, a I have to think about how it works. I hear what you're asking. Okay, yeah, just... it, it, but why would the person redeem it if he didn't get to keep it? In other words, how does, what does it look like? In other words, you have $100 worth of fruit, and um, I, uh, he's going to give you money, f- and this is Meister Shani fruit, and he's going to give you money for the fruit, and so... Really, you're obligated to bring this up to the to Yerushalayim and eat it, this fruit. And if you decide to sell it to, to yourself, if you decide to exchange this fruit for money, you'll have to add the fifth. But if somebody else will give you money for the fruit, then they don't, they don't have to add the fifth. So my assumption is that they'll end up owning the Meiser Shani, though. That's my it's assumption. A, it's, a, it's a material. I it's believe just, so. The, the shtick element of it is that the owner of the produce is giving the money to somebody else He's saving for, the fifth. That, yeah. for that sale. That's right. The motive is to save the fifth, right? Yeah. Right, that's right. Okay, but, but practically speaking, the Baal mm-hmm. is no longer owner of the fruit or the money. Right, I believe so, but I think because it's his kids, that it, they'll give him the fruit, and the, mo- the oh, money. The, uh, they'll well, give him the money. The hero, so now the money will be in the hands of the Baal. No, it's going to come backwards. Yeah, no, no, he didn't. He ends up having the, um, the right. The the bow mo- oh, will have the money, have the money. right? He'll have and the, the kid is going to have the fruit. But the right. kedusha is on the money. Yeah, right. the kedusha is on the money. Okay, but the maisa, so now he's still got the fruit also. Right. That's cooler. Right. Well, technically, the kids have the fruit, but they uh, they, they bought the, the fruit with the money, yeah. and then but it's their dad, and they're going to give him the fruit. Uh, it's a loophole. It's a loophole. But so our question though is, how can you use a minor? So the answer is that it's only rabbinic. We're only talking about Meiser Bismanazah, which is rabbinic. So then the Gemara says, wait a second, Maria, when's the last time you had a maidservant? Uh, is there such a thing? You can only have an Evidivri if you got the Jubilee year, and we don't. So how could you have rabbinic uh, Meiser Shani today? Uh, there's no, um, uh, there's no Amivriya. So the Morris said, Maybe we're talking about a pot, a potted plant, and you're tithing on a potted plant. That's only rabbinic. If you have a whole bunch of hydroponics and you want to separate meister, it's only rabbinic. So for that, you can use a minor. Yeah, correct. If it had a hole, it that might be Minotaurah. Right, that's right. <laughs> well, the hydroponics don't 
they don't have holes necessarily. It's just no, above it's ground. Yeah. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> that's even further away. That's right. Okay. This is not hydroponics. This is specifically the pot that has no perforation. Isn't the hydroponic anything that's not grown on the ground? But they're yeah, saying because this has dirt in it, so it's it's not hydroponic. So. No, no, hydroponics means it's growing in a fluid, in a, in a, in a liquid medium. It has to be a liquid medium. Okay, I thought it just meant not on the ground. Uh, so th- this is growing in dirt, but it's in a pot without a hole. Thank right. you. This is the famous case of the Utsuf Naku Naku. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just to finish off on this subject of which things are miners able to do, which is really our discussion, is that uh, we all agree that if you give something to them that they can grab it and not let go, the question was, that can they be uh, uh, do things for other people? And uh, so that was really the question. Amarava, Gimel Bakatan. There's three different ages for a miner. Sror, Bezerko, the first is they have no intelligence at all. Then they, they're not capable of doing any transaction. But if you give them a nut, uh, sorry, a stone, and they'll throw it away, and you give them a nut, and they'll grab it, once they're capable of understanding value, they understand what money is and what money isn't, so they can acquire for themselves, but they can't yet do it for somebody else. And similarly, if that's if it's a boy, if it's a girl, once she understands miskadeshes, she could be... Uh, married, she could accept her proposal. Now, typically, uh, a girl, Minna Torah, can't be married unless the Torah accepts uh, her proposal, unless the, the father, she has a father that accepts her proposal. But if she, uh, her father isn't in the picture, so she could be married rabbinically, and then Lemian, but she's allowed to refuse the marriage if her brother or mother or someone else put her up to it. But that's stage one. Stage two, Haputos, uh, when they're at the age of Putos, uh, which is a six or um, uh, which is like a six years, seven years old or eight years old. If they sell something, if they buy something, it's bought. If they sell it, it's sold. The uh, metalton. If that, if that's if as long as it's immovable. And similarly, if it's a girl, she can be divorced. She's old enough to buy and sell. She can be divorced. What happens when they reach like the year before their bar and bat mitzvah? So, Nidreim Neder, their vows are vows, Vehegdeshin Hegdish, and if they donate to the Beis Amigdash, it's binding. And also, if she's a Ktana, she'll be old enough to get Chalitza, or um, to sell in the, uh, well, or Chalitza. Now, how old do they got to be to sell their father's property if they inherited it? To do real estate, they got to be over 20. That's tricky. Uh, that we, uh, we, we say that they got to wait till they're 20 years old before they can sell off their father's land. We're also worried that since they inherited it, it's like easy money. And so they might uh, quickly, uh, um, uh, quickly sell it off, sell it at not the right price. Okay, new mission. Um, let's say she's a minor and she wants to um, make a shliach to receive the get for her. We said often a woman might, may not, uh, may not want to actually get the get, so she'll appoint someone else to do it for her. Or the husband lives in a different city. So she tells us a messenger, You be my shliach to receive my get. A shliach 
It's, it won't work because a minor can't make a shliach. And so therefore she won't be divorced even if she asks somebody to pick it up until she gets it. And so if the husband gives it to her shliach, he could still change his mind because really the, she was incapable of making the shliach a shliach le kabola. She could make a shliach to deliver it, but she, therefore the husband can still escape. She ain't a cut, no se shliach. Because a minor can't make a shliach. Uh, it's a little sophisticated to be able to transfer your power uh, to somebody else, to, to authorize him. So we say a minor doesn't, can't do that. What about if the father, though, uh, makes a shliach to get the get for the daughter? So in effect, the father is receiving the divorce, and he can make a shliach to receive it for him. So then, and, and that shliach picked up the divorce, he brought the lo yaxer. Then the husband can't back out because then it worked. Let's say a person, new case, a person says to the messenger, I want you to deliver the get to the wife in this place. And he gives it to her in a different place. So uh, you can't, these messengers, their workers don't know how to follow rules. Ain't, uh, it's puzzle. It's no good. Because I didn't want the divorce. Rashi, puzzle. Over there, they're going to talk about me. Those people in that city, if you, if you have them give a divorce, they're going to say, I can't get along with my wife. They know me. They know her. I, I wanted the divorce to be given in a different place. And you gave it there. You were not acting on my behalf. Now, what happens, though, if he says, I want you to deliver the divorce, and I think you'll find my wife, and then it happened to be he gave it to her in a different place, kosher. This is what we call maramakum. You just were suggesting that you'll find her over there, but not that you insisted on only delivering the divorce in that place. Next. What about if the wife said the same thing? I only want my divorce in the following place. And the person got it in a different place. Um, I'm sorry, the first view is she's the same as the husband, Puzzle. She didn't want uh, the divorce to be delivered there. Rebel Lazar says no, she doesn't mind, and therefore it's good. We'll see in the Gemara what, why there's a difference between the husband and the wife. Let's say you ask the person to go bring the divorce from a certain place. And it happened to be they found the husband in a different place. That's kosher. That doesn't make a difference where the delivery came from. So again, these are a number of rules in the, in the making of a shliach to deliver again. For a lozer, maishna reisha, the lopog, a maishna sefer, the pog. Why did Rebbe Eliezer hold in the reisha where the, the man said, I want the divorce over here, and it was delivered in the wrong city? It's no good. And in the Sefer, where the woman says, I want the divorce over here, and we said it was no good, Rebbe Lezer says, I think it is good. Why is it he only argued on the second case? So, so he answers, there's an intrinsic difference. The, um, uh, the husband, he's in, uh, he has to give his consent uh, to giving the divorce. And he insists that it be only given according to his wishes. Ihi, the woman, the Balkorke Miskareshis, she doesn't have a choice uh, whether she'll be divorced or not. It's not really, if the husband chooses to give it to her, so Maramakum Hulo. So she's only suggesting where he is. He says with the wife, she has less 
in the decision-making process of the divorce. Therefore, if she suggests a place, even though the messenger got it in a different place, it's not really up to her. Let's see the Mishnah. Heavily Gita. Let's say she appoints a messenger. She's married to a Kohen. And she appoints a messenger to, to bring her her get. This is just a shliach laholacha, just a delivery. So until she gets it, she can eat truma until she's fully divorced. His kabaligita, but on the other hand, if she appointed a messenger to be like her and receive the get immediately, as soon as the, uh, the messenger leaves, maybe the messenger receives a divorce and she's no longer married to a Kohen and she's forbidden. Um, what happens if you said uh, get the get in the following city so she knows that at least she has travel time so then then she can keep on eating truma until the t- amount of time it would take for the messenger to go to that city Allah just says no it's forbidden right away maybe uh, she'll run into the person earlier let's see Rashi Asur miyad, Misha Pirish, as soon as the messenger leaves her, he says that she can receive a get in a different location than the one she mentioned. All she's doing is saying, I think he's over there. As soon as the messenger gets the get, she'll be divorced. As soon as she leaves, she's forbidden. How do you know where the messenger will find the husband? So even though she said, go get the get in the following city, that's where my husband is. If the messenger happens to run into the husband earlier, it would be good. So therefore, as a precaution, she better stop eating truma immediately. So the Gemara says, Well, it implies the only issue is when she stops eating truma. But either way, even in the wrong city, it would be a get. I didn't we say earlier that it won't be a get? He, the, she didn't insist that he pick up the get she, them there. He said, I want to get my get in Maxo. Maxo is in And sometimes he might be in a different place. So really, the get would be good even over there. Wherever you find the husband, get that get. If we turn the page. Get lo havi adamati, but the get wouldn't be binding adamati lamaso maxa. Um, she was saying that she would not, um, she told the person that that's where she wants it to become binding, but pick it up wherever you could pick it up. Yeah. Geographical trust, uh, I guess maybe I was wrong. Wasn't that in bubble? That's what I thought, no? I was wondering that too. Um, there is a city called Bavo. I wonder if it means the city of Bavo. Just being more specific and more general, like Bavo is, you know, anywhere in Bavo as compared to Matsya is, you know, a specific location in Bavo. Generally, Bavo refers to the country of Babylonia. Here, however, it seems to refer to a town called Bavel. So a town called Bavo. So they're both Prussian. Oh. So Michael's reading from the, the art scroll where it says that uh, this, this bubble mm-hmm. is not the country of bubble, but the, the city of bubble. Is that right? yeah, mm-hmm. Town of bubble. Yeah, I'm wondering a little bit, how can the wife make a tanai where the get's going to be how uh, <laughs> to another? 
Because it's her messenger, that's why. It's her messenger, but... Uh, so... But when he receives it, it's not considered a... Is he sort of like a shliach lahalaka as he's, until he brings it to the right place and then magically he's now the shliach lahalaka? In other words, it's sort of... Mm-hmm. As, soon as, he, as soon as he receives it, sort of. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. There is a Rashi. Let's do the, the last Rashi on the previous page. Um, and sometimes you'll find the husband in a different place. So, since she said, maybe he's here, maybe he's there, it implied that she didn't mind. She doesn't care where she, the messenger receives it. And now, why did she then mention the city where to bring it to? So it sounds like initially you're my, as Steve was saying, you're my shliach laholacha, and then, but you won't be my shliach lakabola until you reach there. And to me, that's what Rashi sounds like he's saying. Okay. She knows she's like a golf game every Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> right, right. She's too busy to be divorced yeah, then. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's right. As we turn the page, uh-huh. uh, what I, what's troubling me is that, I mean, we're talking in times where there are no cell phones, no internet, no nothing. So how, how can they say, oh, until it gets to this point, she can still eat the truma? We have to, once the people were not in range of each other, there's no communication, we had to assume that was taking place and going forward. So why do we say that she's still getting true? I would say at a certain point, you know, the shliach leaves to get it, it's over. You have so, to assume that uh, you can't eat true anymore because you never know at what point it's going to be accomplished. So I think uh, you at least have travel time, though. In other words, if, if at a minimum in those days it took three days to get to that city, so she, she knew effectively that she, she should be safe for three more days. Uh, that, that's the... The other opinion is that there's no such thing as safe because maybe the the messenger will run into the husband earlier. That was really the question. Right. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. And usually, Chazdal, you know, really are really machmir in these kind of cases. We want to have any eventuality that may come up. We want to be really super duper careful. Here, it seems that they're giving a lot of a lot of rope. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's hard to know if they would have made rabbinic decrees later or not. In other words, uh, this may have been early, you know, the, but I hear it. Oh, okay. I mean, there, this is interesting because here, I, I think this impacts on whether or not one can make a limited shliach, because actually it turns out that this shliach has powers that she herself doesn't have. If the Baal were to give her the get, mm-hmm. right, he right. can't say, oh, I don't want it to be Chal now. It will be Chal tomorrow. Let me finish my... Right. I, I, I'm just a delivery... Right, right. I'm just a delivery but, person. But, but, uh-huh. but because, there's, because she is designating an intermediary, a shliach, he actually has powers that she doesn't have because he can be a limited shliach. In other words, she can yes. say, right. you're not right. my shliach until you reach... Mm-hmm. You know, Little Rock, Arkansas. Right, and then you become right. my shliach to, yeah. to be Macabalist. Right, right. That's, that's correct. That's very strange. Yeah. It, 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 it is interesting. In other words, because he's the shliach, he can do something that she can't. That's right. Okay. okay. So then Rabbi Lazar says they're forbidden right away. Uh, because maybe she'll meet the husband. She just said the husband is there, but if he's in a different place, it would be good. 
So the Gemara said, Lo Shricha, the case is a little more complicated. Omer Le Zil Mizrach, the Isi bin Mizrach. He said, Go to the east, you'll find him in the east. And he went west. So Maudatema Marav Hulasa, he's not over there. Kamash Malon, Dilma Bahadizak Azo, Migis Goizbe, that maybe uh, once he went there, he'll run into him, the Yaiv Lakita, and the get could be delivered in the other place. Uh, the husband may decide that he's going to find this. Uh, Rashi says, Migis Goizbo means Pogeabo, you'll run into him. Hashem wants that get to be delivered there, it'll be delivered there. Next, Omer Lishlucha, or leave tomorrow. Let's say you asked your messenger uh, to take some dates and make you an Erev. And instead he took some figs. Or tomorrow you told him of figs and he used dates. So Tani Chad Eruva Erev, it still works. But Tani Edech ain't Eruva, it doesn't work. So um, it seems to be the same question. If you, uh, a messenger doesn't do what you say, is it good? So Omar Rabba Lo Kasha, Hai Rabbana, Hai Rabbalazar. It depends on which opinion. Hi, Rabban, the Omer Kapedahu. When you suggested something, you meant I only want it to be that way. You do anything else, you're not my messenger. Hi, Rabban, the Omer Maramakamula. No, it's just a suggestion. So this would be the same thing here. When you said pick up the get over there, you're just saying I think that's a good place to find them or to get it. But really, in another place is also good. That's Maramakam or Kapeda means no, it's only good there. Rav Yosef Omer, really, it's going like the Rabbanit. Kan bishalo, kan bishal chavero. It depends with the uh, um, uh, the uh, the Erev, if he's doing it for you or doing it for somebody else. What about if you said, I want you to put my Erev in the tower of Erevli b'shovach, and he did it in a different place. B'shovach, Erevli b'migdol. Or he did it in the, um, in, in, you told him to put it in the Shovak and he put it in the Migdal. The Tanya, one of you says it's still good. So um, here also we have this contradiction whether or not when you give commands, are you insisting that it's only good if they follow them? So now if we're saying that we can answer this contradiction, really if you give a command, it has to be followed. But if it's for somebody else, then it's, we're not insisting on it. So over there, Hasa Over there, there's nobody else in that in that picture. So the Mara said, Nami Ika Pri de Pri Depending on where you go, whether you went to the place where there's a tower or when you went to the place where there's a shovach, there's a different fruits in those places. So uh, maybe you didn't want to use the fruits over there; you wanted to use the fruits that you had over there. These are like storage places. Uh, one, one is a, you keep your food in a, t- in a tower-like uh, structure, and another you keep it in, an, in a shovak-like structure. Rabbi yeah. Stein, there seems to be a difference there. In that case, if people are depending on that Eruv, and for it to be good, one has to know that you can go there and eat from it to make it an Eruv. You put it in a different location, and you've, uh, <clears throat> the person doesn't know where it is, and he doesn't have... Uh, uh, I don't... I don't think we're talking about that kind of Arab. I think we're talking about the Arab outside the city to go the 2,000 Ambas. So, but you are right. If you planned that you wanted your food there so you could go and have your snack outside the city, you have your dates, and you get there, oh my goodness, he put figs. I hate figs. It's always like the mother makes the lunchbox for the kid in school, you know, and, and he gets the lunch that he didn't want. Why did she put this in here? She knows I don't like that, you know, or whatever that's... Uh, 
So that, that's kind of like, so I, it, 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 it isn't for other people totally. It's for the, you. You want to carry out, you want to travel outside the city, and he puts it there. So I guess your question would be, but what it only works because it's your food. But if he used a different food that you didn't want to eat, how, how would that work exactly? In other words, then is it not your food? I guess you own both if you're the owner of both. So you can't say really, I don't like it. It's, you own both foods and he took one of the two. Maybe you wanted the more expensive or maybe you wanted the less expensive. But it's not for a total stranger. It's for, it's for you yourself. It's uh, somebody putting your food outside the cities to establish your tchum. I think that's the case. New Mishnah. Omar, we actually... Um, oh, the, the, the final Mishnah we've had before, but not this Mishnah. Okay. Omar, let's say uh, you want somebody to write the divorce and give it. So you say, write it and give it. Gershuhu. Uh, or you use the words divorcer, kasvuigeris vitanulo, or write uh, a letter or give it to her. So all of these cases, harelu yiktivu vietnu. All of those are languages of writing a divorce. On the other hand, if you said, write it and patrua and get her out of here, parnasuha, uh, <clears throat> give her, you know, take care of her, asalo kanimas, do what's proper, asalo karoi, do what I should, do the right thing, lo omarklu. Now we're just getting into the nuance of language of instruction. Which languages work and which ones don't? If you said, send her away, take her out, cut her off, those all mean give a divorce. Patrua, exemptor, parnasua, give her money, do what's proper, do what's fit, even though they're close, they, they're not exactly. He likes the word patrua, dvoro kayame. Pitrua lo amarklum. That won't work. He said that's Reb Nassan the Babylonian who has a nuance in the language. He's from Eretz Yisrael lo daik. The Babylonians, they were balidiktuk. They only meant it one way and not another. Whereas in Eretz Yisrael, they, they, they weren't as nuanced. What about dump her, send her away, Azua, reject her. Hitrua, let her get Mary who she wants. Hiniku, let her be. Mahu, Hoyolo, let her help for her. Asalokadas, do la halacha, mahu. So all of those are a little bit difficult. Do they work or do they not? Pashalumiuchad, one of them though we can resolve. Tanya, Asalokadas, do according to the law. Asalokanimus, do according to the statute. Asalokaroy, lo amaklum. Those are really ambiguous. When you talk about having her leave, that's a little more clear. Uh, that's more like a get. Let's see the Gemara. Now, people that were... Mishnah, Mishnah. thank you. People that are being taken out to be killed. So they get the collar, meaning that they put the iron chains around their neck. It's called the iron collar. So somebody was taken out in the cooler. They, they were with the iron chains around their neck. And they realize now that they have to make plans that they're going to die and their wife might have to get Yibam from the brother-in-law who lives in a different country or whatever, don't want to deal with that. So the person shouts, he says, ishti. he says, write the divorce for the wife, but he forgot to say give it. So we say he's a little shaken up. He hadn't really, had never died before. And so, so you can write the divorce and give it. And they added to the list, if a person's just about to head out on the caravan, 
And at the last minute, he realizes it's kind of dangerous. He's going on that boat that's going to go to the Titanic or something, or he better write his will before he leaves. Rav Shimon Zizuri says, Afa Masukin, even if the person has, uh, uh, is doing something dangerous or he's not well and he's in that situation, so even though he forgot to say give it, we read his mind and say write it and give it. Now we hear a story about a very interesting character. There was a big Tabor Chacham named Geneva. We had him before. And, uh, but the problem was that he was cantankerous. He, he managed to get under people's skin. And so somehow he got under the skin of the Caesar. So Yotzeb collar. So he was being taken out to be killed with the iron collar. Ahavi Kinafik, on the way out, he said, Havu Arba Meyazuz, the Rebavina Me Achamra, Dinar Panya. He said, Pay $400 of money to Rebavina from the wine that I have in Narpanya. The question is, do we do it or not? So Omar Rebbe Zeru will find out tomorrow uh, whether that is, is valid. Okay. Have a great day, everybody.